Hey everybody, my name is Alan Gigax, and this is another episode of Classes of Mail. Today we're going to talk about Move Left No Address. It is a form that is totally underutilized by carriers, and it can make your life and your customers' lives a lot easier and smoother if you use it. So we're going to go over that form here, I'm going to tell you guys how to use it, how to make it the most effective for the mail that you're getting out on your route. In order to do that, I have to lay a little bit of foundation first with the CFS and PARS systems. These are the systems that the post office uses to deal with undeliverable mail. If it's undeliverable as addressed, then we're either going to forward that mail to its new destination or we're going to return it to sender and CFS and PARS handle those jobs. Honestly, as a carrier, you probably know, most of our undeliverable mail just goes into the UBA, undeliverable bulk business mail. And I've already had an episode on that. If you're curious about it, give that a download. But if it's preferential mail or if it has an ancillary service endorsement on it, it cannot go into the UBAM. And so we're either going to have to forward it or return it. And that's what these systems do. So if you don't want to know how the systems work, if you don't care, just get to move left no address. You can skip ahead a few minutes. It'll probably take me about six minutes, seven minutes, something like that to get into move left no address. First, CFS, the computerized forwarding system. All right, this one, despite the name, is the one that's actually done by humans. And the way this works is you send a piece of mail, you put a piece of mail in the CFS rack at your station, and it's going to go down to a CFS processing center where a human is going to take that piece of mail, look at the name and address on it, and then type a code into a computer that's based on that name and address. The way the code works is it uses the first four letters of your last name and the last three digits of your address. So if I were having a piece of my mail forwarded, it might uh, the code would be like GEGA927. GEGA for my last name, Gigax, and then 927 for my address. By the way, there are three types of forward. There are individual, family, and business. So with a family forward, any mail that comes to my address that's addressed to a Gigax is going to get forwarded. If it's an individual forward, then only the mail for Allen Gigax is going to get forwarded. And if it's a business forward, then the uh, code system uses the first name of the business, the last name of the business, the abbreviations of the businesses, the initials of the business, all kinds of different ways to get that mail forwarded. So those are your different types of forwards. And all of those, again, are handled at CFS by a human typing in a code and if the code is valid then the yellow sticker will come out that has the person's new address on it they stick on that yellow sticker and away it goes to the new address if there is not a valid forward on file then a different yellow sticker comes out that reads unable to forward for review and that will come back to you as the carrier and then you have to figure out why didn't this piece of mail get forwarded so that's what they do at cfs and by the way, all this mail gets guided from place to place by those intelligent mail barcodes that are down at the bottom of every mail piece. They have that up and down barcode, the one that you scan when you have a sample request. That is a essentially unique barcode to each mail piece that has the name and address information built in. Well, since it already has the name and address information built into that barcode, wouldn't it be nice if when they put that barcode on, they could just check the forwarding system right then and see if that person has a forward on file and instead print out a barcode to their new address? Well, good news. That's what PARS does. PARS is the Postal Automated Redirection System. 
And what that does is automatically look to see if there's a forward on file for every piece of mail that it encounters. And if there is, then it's going to automatically just redirect that mail to the new address. And the carrier never has to deal with it. It doesn't have to go through all this extra processing to get the original location. It just automatically goes to the new address. It is a great system. So the PARS system comes into effect at a piece of mail's first encounter with automation. For a regular letter that maybe you're sending off to grandma, you want to tell her how great things are going for you at the post office, you write the address, you put a stamp on it, and it goes down to the plant. Well, at my plant, where I teach the Carrier Academy, just outside the door of our classroom, there's this big purple machine that we call Barney because it's big and it's purple. And that machine is the AFCS, the Advanced Facer Canceller System. So what Barney does is when that mail comes in, the first thing he does, because he's the AFCS, he's going to face all that mail. So he gets all the mail facing the same way so that all the addresses are right side up, all the stamps are in the upper right, and so on. Then the next thing is he'll cancel all the stamps. And there you have the AFCS, the Advanced Facer Canceler System. But the other thing that Barney does is the really amazing part, and that is that Barney will read the address that's on the envelope, whether it's handwritten, typed, whatever, and then it will print on the barcode to get that piece of mail to wherever it's supposed to go, that unique intelligent mail barcode. But what Barney does in between those two steps, in that fraction of a second between reading the address, interpreting the address, and printing on the barcode, is that Barney will check the PARS system to see if there was a forward on file for that person. And it'll have to check millions of change of address records to see whether there's a forward on file, just in that fraction of a second. And if it does find that forward, then Barney will print on the barcode for the new address instead of printing on the barcode for the old address. So now you send a letter off to your grandma in New York, and it turns out, oh, she's finally retired and moved down to Florida where she belongs. So instead of your mail first going up to New York, going to the carrier there, hopefully the carrier notices it, they put it into CFS, the human types in the code, and then it gets sent down to Florida. Well, instead, that letter, right at its first encounter with automation, will just get the barcode printed on it to Florida, and away it goes to Florida. Saves the post office a ton of money, and it gets the mail to its final destination much, much faster. It is a great, great system. It's something the post office has done that's, that's really good, and it, it works quite well. Last I saw, over 90% of our forward and return mail gets handled through PARs, and the carriers and the, the clerks never even have to deal with it. It's a really cool system. All right, so now that that's all behind us, hey, it did take about six minutes because now I'm looking at the seven-minute mark. So now that that's all behind us, now we get to the part that I actually want to talk about, which is move left no address. And this is a tool that you can use as a carrier that helps you, and more importantly, it helps your customers. So maybe you've gotten a complaint from a customer. I guarantee you have that, hey, I keep getting mail for this family and they haven't lived here in like eight years. Is there any way to make it stop? And for the longest time, me and my fellow carriers would say, no, there isn't. You have to get with the mailer and just tell them to stop mailing it to you. Well, guys, I'm here to tell you there is a way to make it stop and it's super simple. And it actually takes advantage of that PARS automated redirection system. That way is the move left no address. At your station, there will be a form, the 3575Z, employee-generated change of address. 
All you have to do is fill out that form. You're going to put the name of the family that no longer lives there. You're going to check the little box that says move left, no address. You send it on. And then before you know it, PARS will start intercepting the mail pieces for that person and automatically sending it back. And if you think about the way this works, you know, let's say that the Ramirez family used to live here and now they don't anymore. So the carrier puts in a move left, no address for Ramirez and the PAR system does the exact same thing it would do for a piece of forwardable mail. It sees a piece of mail coming to this address that's addressed to Ramirez and it automatically intercepts it. And instead of printing on the barcode to deliver it to my house, it's going to print on the barcode to return it to sender. Because what we're telling PARs with that move left no address is that, hey, the Gonzalez or the Ramirez, whatever I said, they don't live here anymore. I don't know where they live now, but it ain't here. So stop sending that stuff. There's no reason to send that thing through. Again, the system works really, really well. It's great at intercepting those unwanted mail pieces. The card looks just like a change of address card. It's very similar to a change of address card, except for this one, the 3575Z is titled Employee Generated Change of Address, and you and I as employees are the only ones who can use it. Box clerks use this too, and it's the same exact form, but there's a checkbox at the bottom that says box closed, no order. So when people close their PO boxes, that's how they get mail to stop coming to those PO boxes. This system works so well, and it was so underutilized that the post office, in one of their few good decisions, added it to our scanners. So on the scanner, on the main on-street menu, if you scroll down a ways, you will see one of the options. It might be M or N or something like that. It says move left no address. And if you click on that option, the first thing your scanner will ask you is, has the mail been held for at least 10 days? And usually your answer will be yes. You know, if those people moved four years ago, then yes, it's been 10 days. So you click yes, and then it'll ask you for whether it's individual, family, or business. And we've already talked about that. I know for me, when I'm doing a move left no address, I pretty much always do family because nobody by that name lives there anymore. So I'll just do family and then type, and then it'll ask you for the name and the address. So with the name, you got to type it in, but with the address, all you have to do is take a piece of mail that's going to that house, scan the intelligent mail barcode, and it fills in the address for you automatically. It's an awesome system. It works so fast. The whole thing, start to finish, takes like 10 seconds, maybe 15 seconds. And then when you're done and you press enter, you get that beep. And now that information is automatically uploaded to PARS and instantly that mail will stop showing up. There's definitely going to be stuff that still goes through the cracks, like with catalogs or you know the companies that print on the barcodes themselves some of that may not get intercepted some of it goes all the way directly to the dps machine at the end and never goes through the earlier steps of automation but even with those the mass mailers will periodically check our par system and look to see if there are forwards on file or move left no addresses on file because they don't want to spend the money mailing stuff off to people who don't live there anymore so they check that system and they see, oh, the Gonzalez family doesn't live here anymore. Great, I'm gonna stop sending it. And then all that stuff stops showing up too. Guys, it really works. It really only takes a few seconds. And it's something you absolutely should do. Even if you're a CCA or you're a T6 or you know whatever, if it's not your route, it doesn't matter. If somebody doesn't live there, they don't live there anymore. So fill out that move left no address. 
and stop that, that mail from coming. I got to tell you, on my own route, I've been really diligent about this, and it has worked so well that these days I only get a couple of pieces of Ubum every day. You know, I do this, move left, no address, in conjunction with keeping my edit book up to date. So I have all my vacants marked, for example, in my edit book. So the ads, like the weekly ads, they don't send them anymore to the houses that I have marked vacant. Because why would they? Nobody lives there. And then with the old catalogs and the mass mailers and stuff like that, because I have that move left, no address, those pieces are automatically getting intercepted or better yet, not sent at all. And so I wind up with very little Ubum. And it also means, more importantly, that my customers don't wind up with a bunch of mail that they don't want. So that's what you want for yourself, too, and that's what you want for your customers. So make life easier on yourself. Use that move left, no address system. It's built right into the scanner, takes advantage of PARs, and stops that mail from coming in the first place. So that's it. That's how you, move, that's how you use move left, no address. That's how you make the most of the PAR system. I look forward to you having easier days and your customers having less unwanted mail that's not for them. All right, I'll see you guys next time.